Hey everyone, it's Brianna from the Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Facts podcast. Mantis and I want to thank you all for your continued support. It means a lot to us and helps us push through, especially during these tough times. If you're a new listener, welcome and thank you. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags Without the U. We post some fire memes and it gives me something to do throughout the day. You can now also find us on Google Play, along with Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, TuneIn, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Thanks! Hey everybody, welcome to Where the Fuck is the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where we watch and review a movie, but not before we babble for 17 minutes and then take a break. I'm Mantis, and I want to know when Disney's finally going to make a movie white people can relate to. And I'm Brianna, and I still don't feel represented as an Asian. And today, we're going to be watching and reviewing An Evening with Beverly Luff-Lynn. An Evening with Beverly Luff-Lynn is written and directed by a very British Jim Hosking, starring Aubrey Plaza, Emile Hirsch, and Jermaine Clement. Craig Robinson also makes an appearance as Beverly Luff-Lynn himself. But before we get into it, we're going to talk a little bit about our expectations for the film, some fun facts we learned while looking into it, and of course, talk a little bit about what went on in showbiz this week. Brianna, I think it's only fitting we start with the number one thing that's on everybody's minds, and that is hashtag fuck Mulan. Is that a real hashtag? I don't know, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to be one by the end of the night. Well, I read that they were trying to, people were trying to get the movie pulled because I guess the star who plays Mulan like said some controversial things not too long ago. And you know, people love to just dig those things up. Well, I I guess she came back out and was super pro Hong Kong police force. But politics aside, politics aside, I'm not saying fuck Mulan because of that stuff, even though I may or may not agree with it. I'm saying fuck Mulan because no one should have to pay $15 a month for a movie service and then have to pay 30 extra dollars to see a movie that's on the service. That's fucking bonkers. Fuck you, Disney. Fuck Mulan. Not for it. Give me Eddie Murphy. Is Mulan actually out in theaters? No. I thought that's why you had they were making pay, people pay $30 was because it never got released into theaters like they wanted it. And that's why it has like a premium charge. That's exactly why. But I go to the theaters to see it on a big ass screen with nice ass speakers. Like I'm not paying 30 bucks to watch it on my 40 inch TV with my, you know what I mean? With my no sound bar. Like that's lame as shit. Like I don't want to pay $30 to do that. I mean, I I wouldn't have to anyway, but like normal Americans shouldn't have to pay $30 to fucking sit on that couch and watch Mulan. I'm just going to wait till December when it gets released on Disney plus in general. Yeah, that's probably... Also, though, like, I know that they're trying to make money off of this, and they were like, wow, we didn't know that whole, like, global pandemic would make us tank. I would still pay to see Mulan on Disney+, Plus, but I wouldn't pay $30. $30 is an exorbitant amount of money. I would say $30 is only reasonable if you invite, like, three other people over to watch it with you. Uh, Even the drive-in costs 20 bucks. No, I would pay like maybe $10 at the most. Because I get that I'm watching a movie that no one else is watching except if you pay to watch it. But like, it's not like I'm going to a theater. I pay $30 for a theater that serves me food and gives me free popcorn. Exactly. Exactly. Some some theaters give you a blanket. I mean, I don't know anymore. Probably not. I don't even pay $30 for that. That's a $28 service. And I get full reclining chair, heat seat, cold seat, 
free popcorn, and my meal gets served to me in my fat-ass seat. <laughs> That's what I pay $28 for. I'm not paying $30 to sit in my own house like I've been doing for the past five months to watch Mulan when I just want to watch the old Mulan anyway because there's songs in it. And Eddie Murphy. And Eddie Murphy. And from what I've heard, actual emotion. I've heard this movie is just like a rushed mess. Maybe we'll watch it at some point in time. Well, I don't want to stereotype Chinese people, but they're not really smiley. <laughs> Can you say that as a Korean person? I don't know. They, I mean, I'm not North Korean, so I don't know. But cool. I know that they prob- the Republic of China probably isn't known for its smiliness <laughs> and cheeriness. <laughs> Nothing about saying the People's Republic of China brings me any joy. <laughs> like, not even Marie Kondo came from China. Oh, I love Marie Kondo. Everybody yeah. should Marie Kondo their stuff. All right, let's 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 get back on track, though. Um, that's enough about Mulan. Fuck Mulan. Fuck Disney. Um, oh, don't, don't fuck Disney. Well, I mean, Disney's kind of being a little bit of a shyster now, but... Because uh, they're just, like, bleeding money. Well, yeah, and they're not the only ones coming out with, with movies. So what I want to talk about, Brianna, is James Bond. I'm not a huge James Bond guy. Never really have been. But I saw the new trailer, and I saw Rami Malek as the villain, and I was like, oh, man, I think I need to see James Bond now. And I, I do like Daniel Craig. He's, he's not bad. I like Daniel Craig. I saw it, and I also saw that Rami Malek was in it. But that wasn't what really threw me into it. I've been on the fence about getting into James Bond for probably, I don't know, ever since Daniel Craig became James Bond, I was like, ooh, do I want to do that? Like, am I going to be a James Bond person? And I even want to go back to, like, when Sean Connery was James Bond and, like, really just dive into it and, like, watch the evolution of all the movies. But I don't know. Is that is that going to be my thing? Ah, that's a lot of James Bond movies, right? I mean, I've seen a few old ones. Uh, they're not awful, like Sean Connery ones. Like, I had no idea Austin Powers was even based off of any of these. I thought Austin Powers just came out of nowhere. No, well, that's a big, it's a big commitment to make if you're going to go ahead and do that. I just feel like, oof. If, if Brianna should watch, uh, hit us up if you think Brianna should watch and get into the James Bond series. I'm probably going to say that I won't, but Brianna has an opening in her schedule right now to watch 23 extra films at her leisure. So, um, I mean, I do too, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Brianna, we should, uh, we, we should probably get into talking about the feature film tonight, though, starring Aubrey Plaza, who we all know as April from... Parks and Recreation, which is one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. I I don't know about you, Brianna. I've never seen it. You've never seen it? No, I'm on that. I'm on that train. Are you serious? Oh my yes. god, that's like for me top five comedies of all time. Amazing. amazing I was film. told that um I might not like it because I would be watching it after I watched the entire series of The Office, and people told me it wasn't the same as The Office, and it's not for everyone. Uh, in my personal opinion, it's better, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, the, the, Beverly Laughlin also stars Jermaine Clement, who we also both love, um, from A Flight of the Concords and What We Do in the Shadows, among so many other funny things. He is just hilarious. Um, this is a, it's like a British crime film, too, so I feel like this is, this is right in his wheelhouse. Do you think Aubrey Plaza has a British accent in the movie? Oh, I don't know. I th- I could. I was wondering. Oh that. my god! Do you think that you don't watch the show? She does a, she does a character in Parks and Recreation named Janet Snakehole, 
and she kind of has this like trans-Pacific, tra- uh, transatlantic accent where she's like, oh, I'm Janet Snakehole. <laughs> so maybe if she talks like that, I want to know if Emil Hirsch, who also stars in this movie, is going to have uh, an accent because he's actually a solid actor, I think. I loved him in Alpha Dog. <laughs> I don't know if anybody has ever seen Alpha Dog, but you should go and watch Alpha Dog if you haven't. I liked him in Lords of Dogtown. That's a sick movie, bro. I love that movie. It's, uh, Lords of Dogtown about skateboarders back in the 70s or 80s. Very rad. An Evening with Beverly Lefflin has a 5.7 on IMDb, a 51% on Rotten Tomatoes critic score, and a 54 on Metacritic. It only made $16,000 at the box office, Brianna, but it, it premiered at Sundance, so that's obviously a big deal. They didn't release it wide it ended up on netflix so that's why they only made 16 grand at the box office i don't know how many theaters they opened up into okay we say that it was on it was at sundance like it was a big deal but if we all remember zombievers it was at the tribeca film festival which i always thought was a reputable festival and it, not, I was as, like, what? not as not as reputable as sundance like that's crazy you know what i mean like that's a you appear at sundance that's like a real that's a big deal so yeah but there's a lot of movies that just don't take off from sundance that's true the Rotten Tomato score is not great, so that that doesn't. But at the same time, some of these move, some of these comedy movies, they're not going to get great critic scores, but that doesn't mean they're not funny. So, I kind of have high hopes for the movie. Um, well, you know who also is in this movie? Who? Matt Berry, and he is in the What We Do in the Shadows TV show. Oh, he, um, yeah, he plays the. He's like the big fat guy. I can say okay. I can say that because I'm a big fat guy, so I. I can call somebody that. I don't know. They wear a lot of robes, so I don't really know how fat the people are. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've only seen a few episodes of the show. I, I kind of wanted to wait uh, to to binge more of it at one point in time. but Okay, well, the second season's over, so what are you waiting for? I guess nothing now. I, the Halloween's coming up, too, so it's probably a great great time to watch it. Um, the most interesting thing, Brianna, I found about this film. So the executive producer of this movie is David Gordon Green. Do you know who that is? No. David Gordon Green directed Pineapple Express, and he also directed Your Highness, and he also directed the latest Halloween movie that he wrote with Danny McBride. So I'm a big fan of David Gordon Green, um, and the fact that he executive producers gave money to make this movie means that he he thought it was funny. So hopefully, hopefully the humor kind of like is in that same kind of realm. Obviously, if Jermaine Clement's in it, and Aubrey Pla- Craig Robinson, all these people are so funny. So. I got a lot of hopes for this movie. I, I'm excited for it. I don't think it's going to be the best like movie structurally, or um, I don't think there's gonna it's going to draw a lot of emotion out of me. But I think I'm going to laugh like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be negative, Nancy, and I'm not going to say I don't think I'm going to like this movie, but I think it's going to just be like meh for me. Ugh, you're a whore. Why do you say that? But you know what? There is boobies. There's boobies. In the f- there's boobies, so there's a light at the end of the tunnel for Brianna. Okay, okay. Didn't you say Jim Hoskins also? Jim Hosking also came out with uh, another film where there's lots of boobies. Oh, there's boobies and Bush and Man Peen and. Is that the Greasy Strangler? That's another movie. I kind of wanted to see that. The, I, I saw the the synopsis for it and it sounded kind of funny. That one sounds like. The, I don't want to say the better movie, but it sounds like the movie that kind of made Jim famous. And then Beverly Laughlin came out and they also thought it was going to be like a great success, in air quotes, success. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
And it turned out to kind of not be as great as the Greasy Strangler. So that's where I'm like, oh, I don't know. But I, you know, I really like the people that are in this movie as opposed to the Greasy Strangler. I just don't know a lot of the people in the Greasy Strangler. Like, I'm not familiar with them, but I'm familiar with a lot of the Beverly Laughlin people. So I'm pretty pumped. Yeah, there's no reputable names in the Greasy Strangler, but I still kind of want to check it out. And maybe I will uh, report back next week if I if I give it a watch. Um, but we should probably go watch the movie, Brianna. Well, there are some people from the Greasy Strangler in Beverly Laughlin. Oh, really? Yeah, I assume they play different parts. I did see, like, I did read to make sure they weren't, like, the same people, and it wasn't really, like, an actual sequel because I read that it was a follow-up, and so I got a little panicky, and we I thought we were playing, like, another Escape Plan 2 kind of thing. Oh, that would have been a bummer. It's not like that, though, right? No. Okay, so you don't have to see the Greasy Strangler before you see An Evening with Beverly Laughlin. Uh, but before we go, I will leave you with a synopsis that I have found on IMDb is where, that is where we get all our synopsis. Is that a word? Synopsis? I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds good. Yes. Yeah, so, what's well, where I synopsis? get all my synopsis? All my, that's, that's where I get all my synopsis. But yeah, so I'll leave you with that before we go and watch. And just a, just a reminder of the concept. We're going to go watch the movie, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to give our knee-jerk reactions. We're going to talk about our favorite parts and our least favorite parts, and just uh, give an overall review of the film. There will be some spoilers, so if you want to watch it, and then listen to our review, or if you've already watched it, super cool. But here we go. Aubrey Plaza plays Lulu Danger, whose unsatisfying marriage takes a turn for the worse when a mysterious man from her past comes to town to perform an event called An Evening with Beverly Laughlin. For one magical night only. That's going to be my only fan synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Well, uh, we just watched An Evening with Beverly Laughlin. It should be called Evenings with Beverly Laughlin. Ooh, it should be. And <laughs> I'm kind of at a loss for words. It It was very funny. I thought it was... I laughed the whole movie. Because you were high. <laughs> that, that's true. I, I am pretty high. But still, I it was funny. But it's not for everybody. Oh, I'm going to tell you that right off the bat. It is not for everybody. It's not even if it's not even for everybody that... like. First of all, English crime comedy. I got to listen, stop listening to the internet. Like, I don't know who the fuck said it's an English crime comedy. It doesn't make any goddamn sense completely took me in a different direction than where i was actually going where did you even read that i i don't know i think i think wikipedia but but who, but that's that's beyond the point at this point uh, uh brianna i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you straight up i liked the movie i thought it was funny but i also thought it was very dumb oh, <laughs> I, it was very I don't know dumb. how to i don't know how to explain it other than that um, honestly, I, if I never saw that movie ever again and or never knew it existed, I would be perfectly content. <laughs> I was not high, so there was funny parts, but it wasn't as funny as you thought it was funny. Okay, I thought it was, I, I mean, I thought there were certain aspects of this movie that really knocked it out of the park. It was kind of like watching like a Napoleon Dynamite or a Best of Show but without the the storyline that kind of made sense. Like, this movie didn't make any sense whatsoever. Like, But I don't think it was supposed, was trying to. So, um, so. I mean, it definitely, it has, 
I don't know, not traditional story parts, but it has a beginning and it has a middle and it has an end. And uh, it takes a little bit to get to each part. And a lot of it is just like silence, especially since there's no, there's not a lot of background music. Yeah. So it just seems like a lot of lingering. Yeah. And it's really hard to describe the movie without giving anything away. You know, if someone was like, hey, how would you describe that movie outside of the lame ass synopsis that they give you? And I'd be like, well, at first you think it's actually about a marriage like the synopsis says, but then it's not about that at all. And there's no crime really involved. There's no like, there's no British crime. Yeah, there's no British crime involved. There's like a crime, but not really a crime. And then Craig Robinson's in it. But there, there is like a payoff at the end. Yeah. I guess I'd explain yeah. it, right? Like, no, you definitely so explained it right with like the Napoleon Dynamite stuff. Like if you can't watch Napoleon Dynamite and like chuckle, you're definitely not going to enjoy this movie. Oh yeah, 100%. So uh, we'll probably get into characters right now just, just because I think that was one of the definitely one of the better aspects of the movie was the character work and there was there was a lot of them um so here on out i'm just gonna you know just another reminder that if you haven't seen the movie major spoiler alerts coming if you want to pause it right now and go watch the movie if you didn't watch it previously uh when we paused earlier go for it but we're gonna we're gonna get into it right now um so brianna right off the top of my head i think of um aubrey plaza as lulu and give give now give me your give me your feelings on her. I love Aubrey Plaza. Okay, that's a strong that's a strong word. I like Aubrey Plaza a lot. <laughs> I really like her. I think she's really funny. I know her from Criminal Minds and Mike and Dave need wedding dates. And that movie was like, I think we're all sleeping on it, but it was great. And so I was expecting her to be, I don't know, kind of like quirky and funny like she always is. And in this movie, she was a fucking bitch. She was like the worst representation of a female ever. She played like the typical like, oh my God, everyone wants me, but like no one that wants me like I don't want them and like the grass is probably greener with this other guy and like it just bugged me how she was never satisfied and then when she didn't get what she wanted she like went back and did like the oh I'm sorry like Uh, an evening with Beverly Laughlin is happening and Aubrey Plaza sees a poster for this and she realizes that it's her long lost love that supposedly died on a vacation a long time ago and so she goes to this hotel, stay at this hotel to go see him perform. And then at the end of the movie, they finally are able to kind of like reconcile in a way, but they don't end up going back together, even though she clearly would go back together with him. Like there was no, it was kind of, I don't know, like it's just kind of a... You would expect like the shit that we had to sit through and watch, like we did get a happy ending and not like that kind of happy ending, like a winky face one, but like... A happy ending where we're like, okay, yeah, we saw this coming the whole time. Like, I'm I'm happy for them. Good for them. Well, the whole time she's leading on Jermaine Clement's character, Colin, who was really funny in the movie. And he comes he, he comes into it when he's just in a laundromat and he overhears someone talking about how Lulu's husband stole money from them. And he says, I'll get your money back. Colin ends up essentially falling in love with Lulu. And Lulu doesn't really want anything to do with him, but... Within a matter of, like, days, like, a day, yeah. he falls in love with her. 
but 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 at the same time she's the one that took him from gunpoint from her house and uh but she but she doesn't want him but she slips into bed with him and she leads him on like the entire fucking time like a bitch the entire time <laughs> the entire time and that leads us to Beverly Lufflin, played by Craig Robinson, who I thought was a Frankenstein monster, or and then I thought he was being sedated, but it turns out it was just uh, he was just being anxious. And he's also not a magician, even though you think he's a magician. He's a <laughs> he's in a Scottish boy band. With- it's okay. I thought Beverly Lufflin was a woman the whole time, but we were talking about it, and then like I was looking at the information today, and I went, "Oh, Beverly Lufflin's not a woman." <laughs> yeah, I thought I I did too. I didn't know I didn't know Craig Robinson actually played Beverly Lufflin. I thought that Beverly Lufflin was Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, so they they threw us right for a loop the first time. <laughs> and then Beverly Lufflin's sidekick Rodney play uh who's uh, played by Matt Barry, and he was really funny. Um, and he he's in love with. He's not his sidekick. Well, yeah, he's his platonic kind of partner. The platonic partner that they're in love. Yes. And then, uh, so those are three of the characters, which leads me to the, the other three characters that matter. Emile Hirsch's character, Shane Danger, and his two lackeys, Tyrone and Carl. Uh, which actually, Brianna, is going to lead us into favorite parts and least favorite parts. Okay. Because Emile Hirsch, Tyrone, and Carl were hands down my favorite part of the whole movie. Every single time they were on screen, I couldn't stop cracking up. Specifically Tyrone and Carl. They were such good side characters. And I think those two guys are the same guys that were in The Greasy Strangler. So I'm definitely going to watch The Greasy Strangler this week. But uh, I thought Emil Hirsch was hysterical. I get some people didn't like the acting. I totally understand why. But I thought it was just spot on weird. I, I love it. I love that kind of humor. And I just, I couldn't get enough. The One of the best parts is when all three of them go to rob a store and they're wearing these like party city wigs. They, and like they're these shitty like women's like blonde, brunette and redhead wigs. And they just, they just look so dumb. <laughs> like they wear them throughout the whole movie whenever they're getting into mischief. I just love that part of the movie. I just, I thought it was fantastic, Brianna. <laughs> I definitely liked the wigs. That was like something that I had in mind for one of my favorite things. I liked the wigs on everybody and like just the hair and like the costumes in general. They wear those stupid wigs. Um, what's his face? Oh, a couple of the the Lawrence, the the desk guy or the desk woman. Who that's a man. Is, well, it's a man, but he wears a wig the whole time. Like this this crazy long that's his wig. Hair. But not in real life. Yeah, it is. Have you ever seen a picture of him? Yeah, I was. Yeah, he's the kid from uh, Unfriend Me, Unfriended. I think that's just his hair. Mm, well, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to fact check that later. If anybody knows like if that's his real his hair, hair, let us know. If Brianna doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about, so if anybody knows what okay, what, well, I what's going on. He was in Pitch Perfect, and in Pitch Perfect, he has like shaggy hair so i assume he just grew it out so what else was your favorite what else did you have a favorite part of the movie yeah i said the costumes and everyone's hair like aubrey plaza's brother whose name is ad j he's a vegan (laughs) 
He yeah. has like this fucking preposterously dyed orange hair and he looks like an Oompa Loompa. Oh my god. I definitely don't want to discredit Ajay. He was fucking hysterical. And then he, he gets that uh he gets that like man in all leather to come in and, and punch Shane Danger in the face. He gets the leather village person. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was super funny. Ajay's great, and he's supposed to be Lulu's brother. Um, so that's how he ties into the movie. And he gets his money stolen by Shane Danger, who gets his money stolen by Colin and Lulu, who go to the hotel to see a night with Beverly Loughlin. So that's how it all kind of ties in. But he um, just has, like, this fucking weird-ass orange hair. And it's, like, the one thing I can't get past, because he does appear to be, I don't know, Indian. And so to see this guy <laughs> well, with, like... That's, I think that's, yeah. <laughs> with, like, this, like, dark, tan skin and, like, this just bright orange, like, rave hair. <laughs> and the whole time they're just shitting on him in the movie that he's a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't want anything to do with anything if it's not vegan or has anything to do with being vegan. And he has like this vegan store. I liked that. And then at the end, when we're all betrayed and we think that Beverly Loughlin is a magician and he's not, he's like a singer. Those kids. Scottish singer. Yeah, those kids come out with those weird, like, I don't know, later hosen on and they have like these fucking (laughs) weird ass blonde wigs. A lot of, lot of weird wigs. The movie was fucking weird. And I say that with so much love. The movie was fucking so goddamn weird. I loved it, but that's, that's just is what it is. Uh, Brownie, you want to move on to least favorite parts unless you have any more? Cause I, I mean, I loved the My favorite parts were the comedy and then the, just the, the trio of, of the three of those guys. So I don't really have anything else. You? Not that I can think of, but like those were my favorite things of the movie. So, least favorite parts for me, I have two. One quickly is Emil Hirsch's suits. Terrible. He looked like the Joker, or if anybody's ever seen The Comedian, uh, it, they're just the, these big, fucking dirty, baggy, disgusting suits. He looks like a clown. And I hated them. <laughs> and I know they were supposed to look really bad, but... So I thought that's they did, like, yeah. They did a good job. Yeah, no, they did a good job. I just hated them. Like, I thought they were so gross. They looked like um, they were really, like, smelly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my my actual my actual least favorite part, though, was how there's no straight man. Um, and I, I know that this whole... It's just, like, this big, goofy kind of movie, but... Everyone's so super funny and so over the top that there's not one thing to balance really any scene out. So so from my perspective, there's no audience member. Like, there's nobody looking at this. any of these characters going like, well, this isn't right. They all kind of pile on top of each other, and there's nobody to say stop. So it kind of becomes a little too much at some points for me. I just thought that if they added, like, maybe... I know they probably, they would have just been shoehorning in something that didn't need to be there. But I thought that that was, it was lacking that break from the goofiness. Because otherwise it just felt like, kind of like airplane where it's just like joke, 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 joke. But they weren't jokes. They were just like goofy things happening. Mm-hmm. So that, that that was really my least favorite part. What do you think of that? Did you, Any thoughts? I feel like that's kind of 
besides like the fact that Colin was just endlessly in love with Lulu, I sort of felt like he was the closest thing to that. Because at one point he has like that freak out where it's like the night before Beverly Laughlin goes on and he's like, Beverly Laughlin, Beverly Laughlin, like what the fuck is he do? Beverly Laughlin. And he true. has like that's a breakdown true. and he's like, why does everyone like, fucking like this guy? Yeah, that's very, it's, that's, that's very true. But he was also so super goofy. Yeah, like when he when he slept with that prostitute. Oh, that was hilarious. He like came inside her while she was stuck inside of a washing machine. Yeah. And then she, she was like, oh, that's a big boy. Good for you. But he didn't know. <laughs> he didn't know she was a prostitute. And then he goes like, I was a virgin, but I'm no longer a virgin. <laughs> um. Yeah, he definitely had some stupid parts. But that kind of goes along with him just falling in love with Lulu after like five seconds of knowing her. Yeah. And then heavily pursuing it and like allowing her to lead him on and not notice it. I just really didn't like her. <laughs> <laughs> I hated when they walked into the room and she was just like ass up in the air, just like smoking a cigarette. I thought that was so fucking weird. Oh, she oh, was in child's oh. pose. Just, just, just for the record, we did see boobs, but they were gross fucking boobs. There was they definitely more man boobs. boobs, way more man boobs than women boobs. We did see boobs, but they were gross boobs. A lot of man boobs. And then we did see one set of ladies boobs, but they were like on the side sagging down like she was getting fucked by tyrone like it was a that was a weird if you were naked like if you're in that position as a woman and you look hot in that like actual position then you must be i don't know just the ultimate woman because i don't think anyone looks attractive in that position Like, say what you want, but, like, you don't want a mirror around when you're like that. No, no, absolutely not. Do you have a least favorite part, Brianna? Um, I have, like, a least favorite character. I really didn't like the owner of the hotel they stay at. He really fucking creeped me out, and, like, I think he's going to be in my nightmares. (laughs) He was so weird. He blinked probably three times the entire time he was on screen, and he had this weird fucking hair, and he had these really crazy eyebrows, and they were just... He was too much for me. I didn't like him. I thought he was funny. He was funny. He just creeped me out. Is that that? That's your only least favorite part for somebody who didn't like the. You just didn't like the movie. It's just like, like I don't know. It wasn't. It was funny, but it wasn't as funny as I wanted it to be. I wanted Beverly Laughlin to be like a magician. Craig Robinson did not get to shine in this movie. He, for having him be on the poster, like you need to, he need he should have been. It was definitely an Aubrey Plaza. Jermaine Clement movie. Jermaine Clement, super funny. Love him. Brianna, I guess, how many popcorn bags would you give this movie? Um, I would have to give it, well, it's out of 50. Yep. I would give it 18. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't, like, I can't even tell my one friend about it. <laughs> like, that's how much <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. Wow. Okay. And so, I mean, like, that's that's tagged on you would not recommend this movie? Like, that's what I'm getting from this? I mean, I would want other people to see it, but I don't know if I would tell someone to watch it. <laughs> I think you def- I think I would definitely recommend it just to be like a, what was your opinion on this sort of thing? Because it seems to be pretty like you either love it or you absolutely never want to see it again. And you'll hate me forever telling you about it. Well, I think you should, I think we should base our recommendations in like, oh, you need to see this movie because it's good. Oh, I just want to know what other people think about it. So if we're basing it on what I'm saying, though, are you recommending it? No, because you laughed way more than I did because you're high. Okay. 
right, all right. This is what I'm gonna say, people. First of all, popcorn score. Yeah, first of all, I give it thirty flat. Thirty out of fifty popcorn bags. Okay. That's fair. Right? I'm recommending this movie to people who are weird, like weird things, can get by the fact that there's not a lot of plot structure or storyline involved, and just want to get high and watch a goofy movie with Jermaine Clement and Aubrey Plaza. I'm not recommending this movie if you're a normal person. Okay. That's all I gotta say. Okay. So you really enjoyed the movie, but you only gave it 30. I really enjoyed the comedy, but as a movie, like, I can't. You know what I mean? I can't like I can't be like, oh, this movie's crazy. Like it was funny, but I I can't be like, oh, it's a good movie. Like there's a lot there's a lot that goes into a movie. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of like classic movie things to think about. Like there wasn't really a soundtrack. There wasn't. It was very dark because it was the seventies and everything was like brown. Oh yeah, I thought thought the uh, there's a lot of a lot of a lot of poo brown drinks. There was a lot of like talk about poop too. Yeah. But yeah, everything yeah. was pretty brown and pretty dimly lit, so it wasn't really like too much to talk about in terms of like, how was the lighting on that, or how was the editing, yeah. because everything was brown and you just weren't paying attention. <laughs> Synopsis, ladies and gentlemen, go see it if you're weird and got the time. If you only get time to watch one movie a week, I think you can skip it. Fair enough, Brianna? Yeah, I mean, it is on Netflix, so if you have Netflix or you know someone with Netflix, it is free. Bing, bang, boom. So if you're like, I don't know, bored... Or you're really, I don't know, sick of conventional movies. You maybe just want to put it on in the background. You want to know, like, how to dress really bad for something, like a 70s costume party. But you really like Aubrey Plaza. I don't know. I feel like that's where, like, a lot of the fans of this movie come from is, like, oh, I really like Aubrey Plaza. Oh, I really like Jermaine Clement. Or... Craig Robinson's my guy, and, like, they'll just watch it as... Great cast. I mean, it's a great cast. Yeah, it's a great cast, so I feel like people are just watching it because, like, they're like, oh, wow, I really love all those people, and they're all in one movie. Like, that's cool. You watch any other good movies this week? I did. What? I watched (laughs) Trolls World Tour. (laughs) Did you really? Yeah. Did you like it? It I don't know. You know what I really like about Trolls? I I mean, I enjoyed it for the one time I'm ever going to watch it. I really enjoyed the first one and the second one didn't do it for me. But I like how there's like this kind of like dark side to Trolls, even though it's technically like a child's kids movie, like little kids movie. There's like very dark kind of undertones not like in a, a rapey like <laughs> <laughs> I, was gonna, I was like i don't know i don't know i've never seen the movie i don't know not in like a rapey bad way it's just like a oh like i didn't see that coming like if you want a spoiler the trolls that are in the first movie are actually like bad people and there's like a lot of lying and like deceiving that they don't tell you about and you're like damn oh damn damn so no one's like t- no, no one's taking the trolls and fucking them like that's not the problem no 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 but I mean, get away from these people. They're fucking all the trolls. Well, if anyone has seen the first movie, it's all about how these like angry monsters like eat the trolls because they think it'll make them happy. No. Okay. <laughs> it's like a little weird. I gotta eat this troll's ass. It'll it'll get me all no, jacked up. No, they just they eat the whole thing. I'm getting high as shit on trolls ass. <laughs> well, I watched a movie on the opposite end of the spectrum, but there was still probably a lot of ass eating going on at the time and. The movie was uh, Clash, Class Action Park on HBO Max. It was a doc about Action Park, the the water park that was like is synonymous for like people getting really hurt and dying. And it's in New Jersey, so it's obviously it's gross. 
Um, if you're from New Jersey, sorry, not sorry. Jersey's gross. You know it's gross if you're from Jersey. Yeah, that's true. But you're I shouldn't proud. have to say sorry. You know it's you proud. It's gross. So you wear it on your shoulder, especially if you're John Vargas. Fuck you, John Vargas. And so Class Action Park was really good. They had a couple celebrity interviews that they did. And those celebrities had been to Action Park as kids. And they had some old park operators and park uh, employees. And they told stories about how they were kids and how essentially a bunch of 16-year-olds ran a water park. And there was no rules and all this kind of crazy stuff. So if you have HBO Max, I would I would say definitely go check it out. It was a de- It was decent. Also... Not movie-related, but TV-related. The Boys is back. Brianna, I don't know if you watched The Boys. I the did. Boys sees the Oh, did you watch the first three of season two? No, because I forgot that either I forgot or I didn't realize Ooh, the first season. Hey. I didn't know they came out, like, sort of week by week, and so now I want to just wait. Oh, yeah. Well, I watched the first three, and they were fucking banging. Boys is damn good. I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you know what The Boys is, but if you don't, it's on Amazon Prime. Go watch it. First time Carl Urban's ever done anything that's worthwhile. You didn't like him in Thor? No, I didn't like him in Thor, but I love him as Billy Butcher. Love him. That hurts. <laughs> no, I watched the first season and I was anticipating the second season for like a couple months now. But yeah, either I don't remember them coming out week by week or like last time when I watched the first season, I was just so far behind that they were all out already. Yeah. Um, so now I'm just kind of w- patiently waiting, and since I don't have any friends, it's not like I see any spoilers. <laughs> Unless, like, I scroll through one on Instagram, but I'll just swipe really fast away from it. But I really like it. It's kind of like, if you've never seen it, it's a little bit like Watchmen with some real-life superhero things. I don't really know. <laughs> well, I need I need something good to watch. If anybody has any recommendations, be sure to hit us up on uh, our Twitter, our Discord. It's in the... The link below, you can come over there and and let me know what I need to watch next because I'm running out of ideas over here. Also, Brianna and I are toying with the idea of doing mini-sodes, just kind of like short 15, 20-minute unedited episodes where we just like watch any random movie. Maybe you guys think that we should watch and comment on, so if you want to hit us up and let, let us know what we should do on our little mini-sodes that we're thinking about doing, that would be super cool too. Also, if you have any scary movie suggestions for October, because it's Ooh. spooky season. Sp- spooky season. Sp- I'm a spooky boy. Spooky, spooky, spooky boy. Spooky boy. We already I'm have one recommendation ready. for this fucking weird looking movie that someone sent to us, and it's called Low. Like L O. Oh, yeah. And um, it's about. I don't know, this girl that gets kidnapped, and that was all I read into it. But I guess it was shot in like a few days, and it just looks like one of those, ooh, why are we watching this, movies? But I mm-hmm. think we enjoy those. I'm down for that. I don't want to guarantee that we'll be watching uh, a spooky movie every single day in October, but I would I would like to if, if we can find good ones to watch. That, that I don't want to watch because... a spooky movie every single day in October. I have things to do. No, I'm saying for every episode. <laughs> no, they definitely don't have to be spooky. I watch a spooky movie a day. What are you talking about? It's spooky season, bitch. I just watch Hocus Pocus like every day. No, you got to watch Halloween, Chucky, Jaws, Candyman, okay, Pumpkinhead. Jaws is spooky. Jaws is Yeah, but that's a not a Halloween movie. movie. That's a summer yes, it movie. Is. It's a 4th of July movie and a Halloween movie. You can double up on Jaws. Don't be a Jimoke. 
Don't be a jabroni, which they just added to the dictionary. I only watch yeah. it during the summer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, before I get mad and start yelling at Brianna, because that's what happens around here when the when the cameras go off, I just start yelling at her and I go, you didn't do good enough. Pretty you much. Better. <laughs> I just wait for it. I put it in the transcripts. <sighs> All right. So make sure to follow us on Twitter. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at where the fuck are the popcorn bags. Please, if you enjoyed listening to this, subscribe, rate, review, steal your mom's dad's iPhone, rate, review. The more reviews, the better chance we get at climbing the charts and being seen by more people. And Brianna starting an OnlyFans. <laughs> money, bitch. We need that OnlyFans money. Okay? So we can only do that with your help. Brianna, do you have anything else for the people before we take off tonight? Just follow us on Instagram. That's my big thing is I I run our Instagram and I like to see what you can recommend to us or what other people are watching or what the hot goss is. You know, the tea. Follow us for the tea, baby. No, I want your tea. I don't want to... We don't have any tea. Other than you yell at me all the time. Stay safe, everybody. Hit us up in the links below. We love you. Peace. Stay fugly. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)